You are listening to a True North Eager Beaver Media Podcast. The True North Eager Beaver podcasts are proudly brought to you by our founding sponsors, the Miss V Mysteries from Corvid Moon Publishing, your source for science fiction, fantasy, and cozy mysteries featuring a broad diversity of characters. CanadianTarot.com, your uniquely Canadian online eclectic tarot community and forum, and the Peppermaster, hot pepper sauces made from fresh farm ingredients to thrill your taste buds and expand your mind. Welcome to Season 3 and Episode number 179 of the Daily Beaver Morning Show here on the Cryer Media Network. Today, recording day or pre-recording day is Friday, August 4th, 2023 for rebroadcast on Monday, August 7th, 2023. And a few days ahead, the Weather Network says it's going to be a cloudy day with light rain here at the Beaver Lodge. I'm your host, the Eager Beaver, pronouns he, him, he, Mr. Beaveray, and with me as always is my dear friend, Mr. Grizzly. Of course, a big thank you goes to our podcast's founding sponsors, The Pepper Master, The Misfee Mysteries from Corvin Moon Publishing, and CanadianTarot.com. Even though we're, tra- we're time-traveling uh, this Monday morning, when you are watching, uh, we have a little nibble for you because we wanted to make sure you had something. For those of you who are on holiday still, we hope that you had a great one and that it's going to you're going to stick the landing. Hmm? Yeah. <laughs> but before we go any further, let's do the thing that is the most important thing that we do on the show. Say hello to our friend Mr. Grizzly and ask, "How's your mental health doing today, sir, or how will your mental health be doing on Monday?" Well, sir, uh, right at the moment, I'm 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 pretty good. Uh, not going to lie. Uh, come this Monday, Probably going to be pretty good too, because I am going glamping with my beloved. So, you know, I'm sure that when I get back to work, back to work, back to uh, reality, back to I, will life. Be, 
well rested happy <laughs> you know what i mean you know what i mean i'm i'm, I'm babbling mumbling fumbling stumbling uh yeah doing 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 pretty good not gonna lie doing pretty good i like that i like that yes sir i like that a lot like that horse awesome. on rent be yes sir i no sir i don't like it yes sir i do like it <laughs> um there's lots happy happy joy, joy. <laughs> I'll teach your grandmother to suck eggs. <laughs> so, um, lots going on in the news. Uh, we're time traveling, so this is still probably Friday news. There's no Saturday or Sunday news or even early Monday news in this, but we do have some stuff for you. And um, the interesting one is it goes back on a story that we were talking about a while ago. Remember when we talked about that uh, conservative MP, Matt Genereux, who heard that Taylor Swift was coming to town and he wasn't happy that she mm-hmm. was coming to town in Canada. And then he decided that he would send a letter, but he sent the letter, I think, to the Speaker of the House of Commons to ask for something, you know, but it was like a, an official grievance letter. Not exactly sure what it is that he expected to get out of that as a move. Um, and then, sometime later, the Prime Minister put out a tweet. Right? And it a was uh, tongue-in-cheek, humorous tongue-in-cheek. one. So, Justin Trudeau, it's actually, we have it right here up for you, if uh, just in case people need a reminder. But uh, it's me. Hi. It's me. Hi. I know places in Canada would love to have you. So don't make it another cruel summer. We hope to see you soon. And conservatives lost their minds. I don't know if this is showing up on the screen or not. Restream yeah. has been really finicky. Yep. So, And people lost their minds. Right. Yeah. So get people going, actually pretty pathetic that the PM was involved. Blah, 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 blah. All forgetting. All <laughs> forgetting. <laughs> that this got started by some conservative guy named Matt Jenneru, who likes to, you know, try to get some publicity for himself by doing things like this. Um, right. So, right. Politicians do stuff like this all the time. It's, oh, yeah. know, right. You shouldn't poo poo on it, but people did. Uh, but Matt Jenneru did it on June 21st. So, nine, 14 days later, two weeks later, the prime minister does it. Well, 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 um, Mr. Grizzly, if you would put it up there, um, Taylor Swift, turns out it's not the end of an era, Miami, New Orleans, Indy, and Toronto. The era's tour is coming to you in 2024 with Gracie Abrams. Verified fan registration for all shows is open. Now visit taylorswift.com for more information. And, uh, it will be, uh, I think November 14th, 15th, 16th. 21st, 22nd, and 23rd. Six nights. Toronto. Six nights over 10 days. That, and that's in 2024. It's November 2024. 2024. So that's like a year and almost almost a year and a half away. Um, and she's booked six nights at the Skydome, uh, Skydome Rogers Center, I guess it's called now. Still the Skydome to me because I'm of a certain vintage, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, but uh, she'll be the first artist to play six nights. And undoubtedly... All six will sell out. Yep. And three, ending on the 16th, then nothing on the 17th, 18th, 19th, 20th, and then 21st to 23rd. So 
either they're staying here mm-hmm. for those types and taking a little bit of rest, or maybe she's got an engagement somewhere else that she has mm-hmm. to go to, and then she's flying back. But everybody associated with that show, the dancers, the people who take care of the stage or something, they're all going to be here for 10 days. Yeah, and did Hotels, you know? food. Did you know that she's paying them every member of the tour? Every single member of the tour, from you know the the tech guys to the to the basic road crew that uh, travels with her, because they usually have a a, a small complimentary road crew. And when you go into another city, there's the local crew that takes care of things. But every member that is touring with her gets a one hundred thousand dollar bonus at the end of the tour. Like here's a hundred grand for you. Now some people go, wow, that's that seems that's not a lot of money to her, except. <laughs> That crew could be up to 300 people. Yeah. It's, now, I mean, here, you know, according big, to Rolling Stones, Taylor Swift gives over $55 million in bonuses to everyone. There you go. On the tour. Oh, and, okay. So $55 million in bonuses. And total. she's adding, yeah, total. So, and, and everybody else, else is getting yeah. an extra $100,000. So I'm sure she gives bonus money to whatever the, the, the uh, crew that she works with in whatever city she's in. I, I don't know. Yep. I, I'm, just, I'm speculating, but. Um, let's just say Taylor is paying it forward. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. There's um, a documentary I watched it. Uh, about her coming up too. Uh, I don't sure if it's out already, but they showed a little. Oh, there's a new one. Uh, I think so. I'm, I'm not sure. I'm, I don't. I can't remember the title. I don't know if it's an old one or a okay. new one. But they were taking a clip out of it uh, that was uh, going over internet, uh, Twitter, about two weeks ago about her talking to her dad. Her dad was saying, like, you can't take these that's public older, positions against the whatnot. And she was like, yeah, I'm doing yeah, this. Yeah, that's an older doc. That's from a few years ago. Okay, I've seen it already. Yeah. Yeah. So it says here that one trucking company that was hired by Swift told CNN that its drivers each received a surprise check worth $130,000 Canadian, 100000 US, over the weekend as a thank you gift complete with a handwritten note from Swift. Michael Schirkenbach, founder and CEO of Shamotion Trucking Company, said nearly 50 truckers received six-figure bonus. He called it a life-changing amount of money that far exceeds the standard bonuses truckers usually get. The typical amount is 5000 to 10000 each, so this large amount is unbelievable. Mm-hmm. He said his drivers were shocked when they read the amount on their checks, adding that this kind of money could help his employees put down payments on houses or set up college funds for their kids. Taylor is paying it forward in a massive way. And I, you know, people, I've had a few people, I don't think she's a very good musician. And then I've heard musicians going, oh no, she's got an ear. You might not particularly like her brand of pop music, but she's gifted. She knows how to write a hook. Well, number two, she also knows how to run a business. When she couldn't get her records back, her her publishing rights back, she just re-recorded her entire catalog and re-released it. (laughs) I'm like, I love this. That's a boss move. Damn right it is. I'll, I'm telling you right now, Prince is in heaven looking down going, guaranteed, mm-hmm. if you believe in the sort oh, of, yeah. you know, afterlife. Yeah, 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 absolutely. So, yeah, um, so um, one of the probably two biggest stars in the world with Beyonce, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, 10 days, huge crew, mega show. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, people with money to spend because uh, they're bonuses and they're going to be in Toronto for 10 days. All that economic activity. Here, here's the thing too. So what, what I find interesting about it is her, her philanthropy 
She did that quietly. Everybody else released it. Oh yeah. Well, yeah, that, that's how you do. That is how you do. It, right? A lot of people want. I mean, to... unless you're unless you're leading something publicly right. and you're putting your face to it, it just you just you just do mm-hmm. it. Just do it. Yeah. So everybody that was saying that, uh, oh, it's so pathetic that the prime minister was involved in this, and uh, you're wasting your time. And uh, um, so will we be giving him the credit? I mean, since he can single-handedly change the price of food and oil and everything yeah. around Global the world. So uh, I'm guessing that we have to give credit for him for single-handedly convincing Taylor Swift with a tweet to come to Canada and bring all that economic activity. Well, if you go by Pierre Polyev's right. metric, so actually, right? Yeah. So I'm I'm guessing that the tweet actually wasn't pathetic, but actually pretty brilliant, and maybe it worked. So um, I'm handing out spatulas if people want to remove the egg from their face. <laughs> Well, I mean, I mean, realistically, right? I mean, if, if anything goes wrong, it's Justin Trudeau's fault. The price of groceries in the free market capitalist economy uh, that grocery stores are. Uh, he's, uh, Pierre's mad, wants us to put a gatekeeper in there, right? He wants a gatekeeper on the price of groceries and houses. He wants gatekeepers on those mm-hmm. things, but he wants to remove gatekeepers everywhere else. So Justin controls both the price of housing, the price of oil, the price of groceries by all these private corporations. Uh, he mm-hmm. controls the airlines, but he wants to remove mm-hmm. all the gatekeepers. So when things mm-hmm. go bad, it's Justin's fault. When things go good, we did this, even though the we was not you. So is he gonna is he gonna thank him for this? Because there's gonna be millions of dollars spent in the city of Toronto in that time period. Millions. Let's not even count in the tourists that will be coming to Toronto to see that show and will be staying in hotels and eating in restaurants and buying merchandise and seeing sights. Because mm-hmm. most of those days, I think, over the, they're over the course of two weekends, are they not? Uh, that is quite possible, yes. I'd have to let's check just, that to be let's sure. Let's just but, pull up the old calendar uh, here. 14, 15, 16, 21, 22, 23. Could very well be. Uh, let's see, 14, 15, 16, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, 21, 22, 23, Thursday, Tuesday, Friday, Saturday, two weekends in November. No. Oh, sorry. Yeah, I'm looking at the wrong year. 2024. Yep. Two weekends in November. So, uh, you know, there's people come down, they'll come down on a Wednesday, go mm-hmm. to, go to the Thursday show and say, screw it, take the Friday, make a whole weekend out of it. There's going to be, yep. not everybody's going to do that. There will be people who will drive in from, you know, local, local area, just drive in, Let, see the show and drive home. Let's put it this way. If you can afford Taylor Swift tickets, you're spending money. Yeah. <laughs> that's, <laughs> that's, yeah. It's plain and simple. Let's not kid ourselves. These are not cheap tickets. Um, so Taylor Swift, hashtag Tay-Tay, hashtag T-Swizzle, hashtag Swifties. Um, we got to give a huge shout out to this young woman who is, is making a difference. But also... If we happen to have any young listeners, um, if you don't like conservatives, um, the Prime Minister of Canada made sure that Tay-Tay came to town. You, you got you to gotta put out the uh, Trudeau did it. <laughs> hashtag Taylor Swift. Not so bad. Uh, hashtag so Trudeau bad. did it. Hashtag Taylor Swift. Yeah, except, uh, <clears throat> anyway, I was going to make a... A reference to recent happenings, but I thought better of it. Um, now you'd think that the short bus, the short bus riding geniuses, would have learned to not look foolish 
to put out that hot take as soon as the prime minister put out that tweet because the internet is forever because they lost their minds when the prime minister made a 50 million dollar donation as we mentioned before to Mm -hmm. uh the global citizens festival in honor of nelson mandela's legacy in 2018 and then trevor Noah who was hosting the event, talked about it on a show, thus gaining for Canada an amount of publicity that was way more than the $50 million mm-hmm. that we donated that we never could have gotten otherwise. And everybody complained when he put it out to Trevor until it got on TV. And then it's, oh, you guys try to buy that publicity, conservatives. Is there anybody that you have that's as charismatic and gets along with people that people like and want to hear from that if you did that, uh, you would get coverage on The Daily Show? Didn't think so. Uh, so uh, we have a prime minister that knows how to work the celebrity circuit. And um, like I said, we can't say that you know correlation equals causation, but he put the tweet out and she responded. She didn't respond directly to his tweet, but asking you shall receive. I- I'm just saying. I'm just saying. Um, another story for which uh, the liberals have been getting a lot of uh, criticism is their promise to build, uh, to build, to plant two billion trees. Um, by a certain time, I can't remember the the year off the top of my head that they agreed to do that. And of course, everybody says, "Well, you haven't planted very many, and the project is going slow, and all that kind of stuff." And yes, it was because you know we had to first grow some saplings, and well. You don't just like plant a seed and then wait for a tree. You grow a sapling and that doesn't take a year. It takes about four or five years. So trees have been uh, being planted. Um, Now, again, as most government programs, these things are backloaded. So in the first two years, uh, the expectation was that they would plant about uh, 90 million trees in that period. And they've planted 110 million. Now you've had people go, oh, 110 million, gee, or 120 million, only, you know, 1.198 billion to go. (laughs) It's like, yeah, but that's going to pick up as they get more. Now they are having problems, however, um, because again, COVID and everything, um, getting seeds, finding the right types of trees, because it's not like they're not planting 2 billion maples, right? You don't make a forest of just maple trees you've got to have a diversity of stuff and with all the forest fires well people are talking about trying to regenerate some forests um but the basically in 2021 the program had missed its target by three percent and now we're above it 90 million trees Hmm. expected about 120 planted so we're above it now how it is that we are going to get because of course here it says trees pledged uh, there's a graph here. I don't know if you can, uh, if the, whoops, that's really weird. It's not a graph. Let's try that again. <laughs> okay. There, there we go. There's a graph. Um, now, for some reason, uh, they only have a uh, number of trees planted on this graph for 2021, not for 2022 and updated 2023. But as you can see, um, 
it's slow up until 2024. So 30 million in the first year, 60 million the next two years, 100 million 2024, and then it starts picking up 200 million trees in the year 2025, 290 million trees in 2026, 320 million trees in each of 2027 to 2029, and then 300 million in 2020 for a 2030, sorry, for a total of 2 billion. So they are ahead of where they're supposed to be. Um, so there. Uh, so the people that keep on complaining, but I was always wondering where that was because we kept on hearing it all the time. You know, we have to grow the saplings and whatnot, but yes, but how many have you planted? So uh, natural resources minister, uh, Jonathan Wilkinson gave us that update um, this morning. Can I, can I go back to Trevor Noah for just a split second? Uh, sure. Yeah, it's just, it's just a graphic I have here from Trevor. I, it took me a minute to find it. That's why it took me so long to get to it. I apologize. But this is uh, from a couple of years ago. I think Trevor Noah and, and Justin Trudeau have had a lot of fun back and forth over the years. Yeah. Uh, and, and this is the one that I, I, I like the most, I think. Um, uh, Justin Trudeau uh, discussing the January 6th uh, incident in, in, uh, in Washington, D.C., we have to believe that at some point common sense will prevail, but we see no sign of that in this action today by the U.S. administration. That clip was shown on the Trevor Noah show. And in the second panel, for those of you who are listening, he says, you may not have picked picked it up, but that's Canadian for you mofo. <laughs> <laughs> and Trevor said the real word. I just didn't want to. <laughs> that's, a, that's, that's, that's when you know Canadian's mad. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, I, I honestly like i mean they've had a lot of back and forth over the years and and again when he when he sent that tweet out to trevor Noah and trevor just just boom he promoted the hell out right of away it. like the pr the money that buys the power that buys you gotta you gotta understand you can use social media to uh help uh, disadvantage individuals you can you can use it for good when you choose to and that was one of those cases sir yep absolutely this morning on the show, we talked about uh, the jobs data, and it hadn't come out. But hey, since we're time traveling, we already have it for you. <laughs> oh, well, uh, so, so that was that was Friday morning on the show. Friday morning on the and show. Yeah, today on the show. Today on the show, we have the numbers for you. Um, according to the CBC, there was little change to Canada's job market in July, as the unemployment rate inched up ever so slightly to five point five percent, according to data released by Statistics Canada on Friday. Most notably, compensation for workers spiked up as average hourly wages grew 5% after similar gains in May and June. And if the CPI is rising at 2.8 and wages are growing at 5, that's a very nice little bit of wages catching up to inflation a little bit. I know that the Bank of Canada doesn't want that to happen all that much, but um, people need to eat. Food inflation is still at 9.1%, so uh, I say keep it coming. Thank you very much. Um, the Canadian economy lost 6,400 jobs, with the unemployment rate increasing for a third consecutive month, but it really statistically comes to 0.0% up or down. I think it's like you know when you round up to or round down wherever it is based on what it was before. That's what caused it to go up one. So we're pretty much treading water, essentially. Uh, economists had predicted a gain of 25,000 jobs. Um, Don Desjardins, chief economist at Deloitte Canada, said that while the jobs report was weaker than expected, we're not looking at a terrible labor market by any stretch. So um, that's always good stuff. Uh, the labor market, as we mentioned on Friday, is becoming a little more challenging. Um, there's not as many job vacancies as uh, there were. 
So uh, you have to work a little harder to find a job, but there are still plenty of them. Uh, that's not a problem. And through most sectors uh, as well. Mm-hmm. I believe that the, the U.S. also had their data today uh, come out, and uh, it was also a little weaker than expected, 187,000 jobs, and the un- but the unemployment, unemployment rate going down to 3.5, a little bit. Um, so good data. We'll see what, uh, given that it's treading water, uh, we'll see what the Bank of Canada does that because it's not that much job creation, but the wages are still, I know they're higher than what the Bank of Canada would like, but I'm just hoping they leave us alone <laughs> for a little bit. No kidding. It's it's getting it, it, it it's getting up there. It's it's getting up there. I have to say, um, but yeah, that's uh, the the data, and uh, so nothing earth shattering, nothing earth uh, rocking, and I don't suspect that the governors of the Bank of Canada would have expected that uh, wage increases or wage growth would have gone down from five point one, which was the last time to zero or two in one month. Um, so there's probably, hopefully, if we keep our fingers crossed, a few more months of wages catching up to inflation. Uh, I'm just hoping that that doesn't come accompanied with uh, interest rate hikes to sort of claw the money back as soon as mm-hmm. it comes in. Um, no, I'm kidding. Because that's essentially what's happening. Um, all right. Those were the sort of big ticket items, if I remember correctly, that we had. And uh, what I wanted to do today uh, with the rest of the show is I had a couple of stories uh, all having to do or in some way or another with health that are sort of uh, accumulated. Uh, Just some, you know, news you can use type information. Mm-hmm. Speaking of health, I got to get back to the gym. <laughs> winter's winter's coming, and I want to be in good ski shape. I should have worked on my beach body, but nah. I don't know. I haven't been to the beach yet. I don't know what's happened over the last week and a half because I mean I've been I'm still playing tennis and you know eating relatively well, but I put on three kilos somehow. Don't look at me. I haven't changed the thing to what I was doing. That made me lose like 25 pounds. And then like the other day I looked at it and said, how did I put on three kilos this week? Perhaps you need a laxative. Hey. I'm saying you're, I'm saying maybe you're full of shit. Any other. <laughs> it's, it's a good theory. I'm, uh-uh. I'm full of something. <laughs> That's for sure. <laughs> Um, the Canadian Institutes for Health Information uh, put out uh, a report recently saying that things such as massive surgery backlogs, major staffing shortages, and millions of Canadians without a family doctor. The new report, which is part of a federal-provincial pact to share more health data with Canadians, based on funding that was recently given by the federal government, says that over 740,000 surgeries were put on hold during the early years of the pandemic. Uh, Newfoundland and Labrador cut surgeries by more than 20%, for example. The drop in procedures was more pronounced for people living in low-income neighborhoods. Roughly 1 in 10 Canadians say that they don't have a regular health provider and it's getting harder for staff to avoid burnout. Uh, Quote... Uh, from uh, one of the people that uh, worked on the report is quoted as saying, if you're from a low-income working-class community, you're even farther behind in terms of accessing surgery than other people in Canada. And unfortunately, this is not a new pattern. Um, They were saying that healthcare teams throughout Canada all all combined worked a total of 18 million hours of overtime between 2020 and 2021. 
Uh, all this wow. data does not include any data from Quebec who refuses to provide figures. Uh, a spokesperson for the province said that they already report to their own data, whatever that means. Um, so, yeah, that's the, the state of uh, 740,000 surgeries. And that's a lot of people living with discomfort or pain or or limited lives for much longer than they needed to. Um, Health Canada says that it is now aware of 26 reports of suicidal thoughts associated with type 2 diabetes weight loss drugs like Ozempic. Uh, European and UK medicine agencies are doing similar investigations. Sean Wharton, an obesity doctor, is quoted as saying, Every medication that comes onto the market needs to be looked at for adverse side effects. Anyone who is actively seeking weight management is at a higher risk of suicidal ideation, and that's been documented in clinical trials. So the question is, is this just a correlation or is it causation? So they will be doing more research. Um, but if you uh, happen to be one of the people who got onto the fad of taking type 2 uh, diabetes weight loss drugs like Ozempic to try and lose weight even though you don't need them for diabetes, there might be smarter ways to achieve that end. Just say. Um, also, uh, with regard uh, to sports, researchers are calling on hockey leagues to raise the age for body checking uh, to 15 years old from what it is now, which I believe is 12 or 13. Uh, Dr. Christian Goulet of the University of Ottawa led a review of the research and uh, says that as policymakers, as adults in the room, we have to do everything possible to make the sport as safe as we can. You can decrease the instance of concussions two to threefold, upwards 70 or 80% by limiting body checking. Now, of course, we always have some hockey purists, um, you know, that says, well, it is a contact sport. Right. So, um, you know, there's an author and hockey, author and hockey historian Liam McGuire is quoted as saying, "It's a collision sport. It's a contact sport, even for kids. Taking a hit and throwing a hit is a skill that should be taught and coached properly, just like skating, shooting, and passing." And that is true. However, uh, Goulet has stated that recent studies from the University of Calgary show that the opposite is true in that the longer you can delay the implementing of body contact, the less injury these kids are going to have. So. It seems that there might be, even though you want to start the kids early enough and make sure that they have the proper technique for doing that, um, it still seems that 13 might still be too young with regard to concussions. So when, when did that change? Because when I when I played, I played AAA hockey when I lived in Trenton back in the mid-70s, and we had full contact. Hmm. We had and I was in uh, novice. Okay. We had no contact when I played in Pee Wee and Bantam, but then after that we could. Of course, it was the 70s. Helmets were optional at the time. Yeah. That's when I played, helmets were not optional. But I only played two years and I was, yeah, I don't have a career to write home about. <laughs> zero goals, zero assists. Uh, I think I had a good, great plus minus and a two penalty minutes. Unintentional penalty minutes during which I cried. <laughs> I didn't mean to hit him. <laughs> just nobody had taught me how to stop. <laughs> well, no breaks, no, no. no breaks. Get out of the way, skate faster. Ah, crunch. <laughs> mm -hmm. uh, that yeah, that was my that was my career as an enforcer. 
<laughs> accidentally enforced. Accidentally enforcing. Um, you know, I think I think we may, uh, and this is purely speculation on my part, but I think we may see a day where hitting is removed. I, let me rephrase that. I think there may come a day, not we'll see a day. It won't happen in my lifetime. I really don't think so. I mean, fighting is a rare thing in the league these days. They've done their utmost to try and cut it down and bring it out. Uh, and I think eventually uh, they'll try and remove body checking or hitting uh, because they, if they if they don't do something about it, you know, eventually people are just going to say too many concussions and my kids aren't going to play. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Right? It, that's, I mean, that's literally what it's coming down to. Same thing with uh, kids who play uh, soccer. They're not allowed to head the ball until a certain age. And uh, they're, they're even with hitting the ball with your head now. Yeah, that's what I said. Head oh, head ball. Oh, head the ball. Sorry, I heard hit the ball. Head the ball. Sorry. No, yeah. Head the ball with your, yeah. yeah. You have to be, I think, 16 or 17. Honestly, uh, when you get concussions in, in soccer, it's because of intense heading of the ball. Yeah. Because you're literally shaking your brain inside your head while you're doing mm-hmm. it. Because it floats in fluid, right? Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. That's why if you ever have a spinal tap, you need to remain horizontal for a good long while, like, a day and a half mm-hmm. or something after because um if the pressure in your where your brain rests in the liquid changes um suddenly it's not floating in the liquid it's resting on something and that hurts like hell mm-hmm. i've experienced it personally it is the worst pain i've ever experienced in my entire life i went to the mm. hospital and they put me on a bed that was actually tilted downwards for five days because that's how long it took to regenerate enough fluid so that you can stand upright again. So, well, I've had a few spinal taps in my day, so. Yep. They forgot to tell me to stay horizontal. So I sat upright like for the next 8 or 9 hours and then all of a sudden, ah! <laughs> Thanks people. Um All right, uh, let's see. We have a few minutes left, so I'm going to move away from the health news because you just sent me two things in uh, in my DMs, Mr. Grizzly, uh, which are really, really important. It's a story I was aware of. Uh, I wanted to make sure that we had enough time to talk about it. Um, I'm not sure if we will have enough time to give it the justice that it deserves, but Mm -hmm. we will. We'll talk about it. Um, The other day, my beaver sweetie and I. were the victims of a verbal assault uh, from a neighbor mm-hmm. who had, uh, we had, I guess, a misunderstanding with regard to a uh, renovation contract uh, that we were looking to give. Uh, we were asking for estimates. Uh, they assumed that they had been hired for some reason. And uh, when they found out they weren't, uh, the next time we had interactions with them, uh, the F word came out. Well, and it wasn't uh, starting with F and ending UCK. No, and it wasn't. Rhymes with tag. Yes, and it wasn't fabulous um, no. or fair. <laughs> so uh, we reported it to the police. Uh, the police did have a talk to the gentleman. The report coming back is that he seemed to be uh, quite contrite and embarrassed. Uh, by the fact that he had done that. Um, they did deliver the message that we were willing to uh, let bygones be bygones. Apparently, he called the station again the next day to really apologize. Um, I guess that's nice. It would be nice if the apology came to us, but hey, we'll take it. That's what the constable reported Baby back steps, goes. Right? Baby steps, we'll take it. Uh, but the other day, I was on my bike, and uh, a couple of days we were on our bike, and in, 
whenever we passed each other or something like that, he was like he had his head down or doing something that we couldn't make contact. But the other day he was talking to a neighbor and I just put my head up and big smile and hi. And he said hi back. And so hopefully the ice is broken. Now, we decided when we reported that we did not want to pursue this legally right. to the full extent, uh, but we did want to send him a warning that this was unacceptable. And we did want to leave the door open uh, by saying, listen, you know, we're willing to pass the sponge on this and assume it's a blip and not your character. Not everybody's like that. Not all instances no. are the same. We you, had a friendly you, relationship you, before you three years and he knew we were gay. So we can assume mm-hmm. there's another incident that happened in Calgary recently. Um, um, a guy on Twitter, I think that goes by Mr. Fab, I believe. Mr. Fabulous. Yeah. Mr. I, Fab. I started to follow him after Lisa, Lisa did a thing about it. Yeah. So I, I thought, well, I'm going to have to follow Mr. Fabulous because well, he is. Yes. But, uh, the thing I sent you, I thought was, well, yeah, we'll, we'll get to that. So, uh, he yeah. was in Calgary uh at one point and uh spotted a rainbow crosswalk mm-hmm. and i guess that there was i think they were still in the process of painting, painting it, it at yeah the time. yeah it wasn't even completed yeah it was and i think he was happy and made i guess a good comment about it or something and then mm-hmm. some crusty old allegedly heterosexual allegedly allegedly cisgendered white man uh came by and um had a disparaging comment to make and then, uh, of course, this was being caught on video, um, mm-hmm. used the F word, and then said something like, you, you're not even human, or something. And then walked away by, by saying uh, the, all the F words <laughs> as he walked away. Uh, mm-hmm. Now, interned with, you're not human. And he went to, there's only genders. Yes. And you don't have a right to exist. Pretty much, yeah. Um, now, apparently people on the internet decided to get all together and say, let's identify this man and make him famous. Um, it's up to you whether or not you want to yeah, yeah, put it yeah. on the screen. I'm, um, I, I, I'm leaving it yeah, in yeah. your hands, sir. I, I am, I am, let me put it this way. I'm okay. I don't know if this person is him. Right. right. So that's why yeah. we don't know. Um, that, that's my hesitation. If I knew for sure, absolutely. That was him. I would put it up, but we don't know for mm-hmm. sure, but it sure looks like him. <laughs> well, and, and I really love the commentary. Looks, if it's not him, like he's got like a clone somewhere. <laughs> well, the comment in the, in the tweet that I sent you, it's like, uh, Calgary bigot has been outed. Well, person's name. name. I have been at several house parties with Ooh. you. You didn't call me that word likely because our mutual friends would have roasted you at least now i know what you really think okay so So, um maybe and it it says you may find him at the bar at such and such a place it's one of his hangouts if you see him say hi from me oh yeah that's yeah i'm not gonna i don't want to i don't want to amplify that yeah Uh, that that one that's inviting i understand the emotion yes i fully understand the emotion I guess. But that that could it be that could be inviting something. There's a f- fine line. There's yeah, a, and I think it's been crossed. There. There's a fine line. Um, I think we should show the video 
of the incident. Yeah? Okay. If you want, I'll show the video. Yes. I have it queued oh, up, ready to go. Hold on. No, actually, we can't. Uh, can you take over for a second? Uh, we have somebody here to repair the washing machine, and I have to let me Yeah, see. okay. Okay, I'll be ready. Yeah, no problem. You do that. Put yourself on mute, and I'm going to uh, share this video, which for those of you who have not seen this, if you've not seen it yet, I'm going to give you the trigger warning because, yeah, it's uh, it's triggering. It's violent, it is um, vicious, it is personal, and you've been warned. You don't like it? What did you just say to me? You're a fucking fag. Fuck off. You're not human. There's only two genders. Say it again. Say it for all the people to hear. Oh, fuck you. Say it again. You fucking faggot, queer. Fuck off. Fag. You don't. So that was um, pretty bloody harsh. The person has been identified. Again, we, it's, well, allegedly identified. We don't know if this is the right person. And some of the things that are, I mean, he, he, he F-8'd and oh boy, is he about to F-O. Um, and there's a, there's a photograph here I'll put on the screen so you can see it of the, and, and, and the reason I want to put it on the screen is because it has the uh, photo of the completed crosswalk. That's not it. One second. Because you see in that video where they're not done painting. So let's just blow this up so you can see it just a little bit better. And this is actually the finished result. I am, I am told it's the finished result. Um, I don't live in Calgary, so that's obviously a Calgary police uh, cruiser. And there looks like the finished result because in the other video, you could see that the, the, the sidewalk, the, uh, the walkway was clearly not, uh, not completed at that point. So yeah, so that happened. And like I said, it, by, by the time this airs, maybe, maybe he's fully identified and tried to make amends or I, I don't know. I don't think it, you know, he was pretty harsh. Um, actually, who's kidding who? He was downright awful. That was totally uncalled for. You don't have, what did he say? You don't have the, let's go back to the tape there. Cause I, I gotta get the words right. Um, I mean, it's like, what did he say? He called them not, you're not, he said, okay, you're up, uh, F off. You're not human. And then went on the two genders rant. Like, well, what? <sighs> Guy's been down the QAnon rabbit hole, it would seem, or whatever. Whatever rabbit hole that they uh, say the groomers go to. You know, those, those, those rampant fools who call everybody pedos and groomers and this and that nine times out of ten uh, guess who the pedos and groomers turn out to be nine times out of ten v- accuse the other side of that which you are guilty right that's how that's how Goebbels did it I think if memory serves and that's exactly exactly what took place here well let me rephrase I shouldn't say that I shouldn't say that I don't know that this man is that, but he did what they very often do and accuse the other side of that, which they are guilty. So I don't know that he did that. Uh, I don't know. No, I don't know that he is guilty of such a crime is what I'm trying to say. But what he said, what he did, he dehumanized this man, dehumanized him, said, you're not even human. Yeah, that's way worse than what happened to us. 
Oh God, yes. And he did it. Like with, this guy went on a rampage. He did it with anger. He knew there was a. He knew there was a camera. Yeah. So he didn't care. And the guy who did it to us also did it with anger. But yeah. But he didn't. But you stepped to him, and he he flinched. Yes. But he didn't. This guy part. followed him with a camera. Said, "Tell everybody on the internet, so everybody will know." Yeah. And he still did it. Wow. Like what is? This? What the hell is wrong Again, with people? Look, people there's, there's to two sides to this. I have two feelings about this. Number one, what the hell is wrong with people? Everybody has a camera in their pocket. It's all going to be online. Number one, so why would you say something like that? And number two, I'm glad these idiots keep outing themselves in public for all the world to see. Yep. So that's my two sides uh, take on that. It's like, what is wrong with you? You know, everybody has a high-definition camera in their pocket that they can live stream to planet Earth in real time. Everybody has that. And, and you behave like this? Yeah. And you knew he had a camera on you. Yeah. You saw him do it. Now, here's the thing. that If this person is the person that's being identified, this person owns a business. Not for long. <laughs> Nobody's going to want to associate with him. He's about to find out. I mean, if, that's, if, if it is who they say he is, his business is done. I mean, it's finished, man. Because what institution would want to deal with him or be associated with him in any way, shape, or form, especially when you consider that in, in a large amount of, of that particular sector of employment, there are a lot of rainbow people that work in those jobs. Yeah. So if you're a company, you got to stand up for your employees because you cannot tolerate that type of behavior. Even though you, you know you probably have a few folks like that in your organization, but you cannot be seen publicly associating or dealing with a man like this. He just flushed his business down the toilet. And you know what? It's his own damn fault. He's no one to blame but himself. He did this. Now, has he got a wife and kids? I don't know. He's in his 70s. He must be in his 70s. He, uh, from what I understood, he graduated in 1967. So if he graduated at 18 in 1967... Add 56 years on that. Do the math. Yeah. Now, the Calgary... 75. Right. 74? Yeah. Calgary Police says they're investigating the incident. Uh, so it was a pride sidewalk near Central Memorial Park downtown, if you're familiar with Calgary. Um, wow. Said uh, the person who... Mr. Fabulous said that the... The person involved in question initially made a comment about the private funding for the installation of the Pride sidewalk. And when uh, Mr. Fabulous said that he supported the initiative, things escalated and the man hurled homophobic and transphobic slurs at him. Now, um, that's because uh, a lot of people said, uh, oh, hold on, I have to step out for a second. I'll be right yeah, back. Yeah, okay, yeah, no problem. Go ahead. I'll, I'll, I got you. I got you. Uh, yeah, a lot of people uh, said, oh, okay. You know, there were a lot of comments that said, well, what was the interaction before this, before the camera started rolling? I don't know what it was, but that was not a called for response. Unless, you know, you accuse the man of eating babies and plotting to kill the Pope or something. Uh, come on, like, come on. Uh, not a suitable response hurling hate at somebody in the streets, which is a public forum, whether you like it or not, it is. You have zero expectation of privacy in public. That's the rule and law of the land. 
you can film anybody in public. They can't say anything. To, they can yell at you. They can say, stop filming me. But they, uh, the rule has come down that you have no expectation of privacy in a public setting. So if you do something crooked and bad and evil and terrible like that man did, that is what should happen each and every single time. So, you know, no expectation of privacy in a public space. That's what's going to happen because everybody's got a HD, an HD camera in their pocket. Yeah, absolutely. Um, so uh, Thursday, the city confirmed that the man in the video who was hurling slurs was issued a ticket by bylaw peace officers following his verbal attack. Quote, we can confirm that our peace officers were on the scene shortly after this incident. Upon speaking with the victim and bystanders, peace officers identified the man making the harassing comments and issued a ticket under the public behavior bylaw. The victim was also offered counseling, resources, and support. As a reminder okay. to Calgarians, the public behavior bylaw restricts harassment of another person in a public space. Infractions have a specified penalty of $500 and can result in higher fines if there are aggravating circumstances. Every report and potential violation of this bylaw will be approached seriously and investigated. More information can be found. Now, again, this guy, right, just random attack and mm -hmm. fully dehumanized, slightly and, different and, and, than our situation. Yes. And Had it as been you that, would remember. In that case, we would, I would have pursued it to this point. Oh, yeah. Yeah. But we live four, four doors down. Yes. Mm -hmm. We would like our neighborhood to be peaceful. Yeah. yeah. So, I mean, and also our attitude was we're going to stand up for ourselves, right? Well, you can go, but only this far, mm -hmm. right? And hopefully show that we're better people. I think well, so. We could have gone for the money. Oh, yeah, yeah. But standing up for yourself is always important. And you have to remember if you don't stand up for yourself, they will continue to push and push and push and push because they think they can get away with it. When you push back, it usually scares the hell out of them. And then they become, a lot of them, not all, not everybody, some of them become keyboard warriors and will hurl more stuff at you. And it's like, all right, meet me in the pub, sit down across the table from me and have a beer with me. I'm willing to have a conversation with you. You know how many people I've said that to? And you know how many people have actually met me? Right. It's a donut, my friends. Nobody. Yep. Not a single person. Yep. Yep. So again, uh, Mr. Fabulous. Yep. Good on you. Yep. Good on you. Good on you. Every single time, report. And when it's this nasty and violent, just, yep. if there's money in it, go get yours. Don't get yeah, mad. We'll get get everything. <laughs> just, well, you know, it's... Here's the thing. You know how they say the death penalty isn't a deterrent, and it isn't. Uh, and, and prison tends not to be a deterrent because it largely isn't. Otherwise, they wouldn't do the crime if they thought they were going to get caught. But, but this is different, right? So here's what, I, here's, what I'm, here's what I'm getting at here. It is a deterrent to do that because when you do it, you will be named and shamed in the public square. You will lose your livelihood, probably lose a lot of friendships. Your business, gone. It is a deterrent because this is different than having to go to jail for three, six years. And the death penalty, we don't have that in Canada because it's not an actual deterrent. Besides, it, it's, anyway. You get a social sentence. The social sentence is, in many cases is far worse because this man is now unemployable. He's just destroyed his business. He has, period, because there's no company that will want to deal with his. 
we're not going to say what it is, but I mean, as you know, uh, a lot of rainbow folks work in the industry that he works in and guess what? Mm -hmm. No company wants to be associated with that kind of hatred. Mm -hmm. So he's done. He's finished. He did it to himself. He's nobody to blame but himself. And this is what will push them back into the shadows, which I don't know. It it has to happen every time. I know. Well, yeah, no, no, that has to happen every time. It's just, I don't know if pushing them back into the shadows is necessarily good because then we don't know who they are. Double-edged sword. I hear that in the States all the time with the the free speech. You know, if you got something to say to me, come say it to my face. And it's like, no, I'm Canadian. I'm going to talk about you behind your back because I was raised right. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Well, this is the thing, And and people say, I like my bigots where I can see them. Uh, It's like, I don't like my bigots to be seen at all. Thank yes. you. I don't like them to get any air time. It's like, if you're doing a little thing with your friends over here or there in the corner, that's fine. If you do something, step out of the line, we'll still see you. We'll catch you. But no, I don't want my bigots where I can see them. I want my bigots to be freaking so uncomfortable to be a bigot and know that it's not right to be a bigot, that they don't dare open their mouths and say it. They only think it. Well, what was the other, <laughs> the hat I saw not too long ago, it said Mabag? Mabag. Uh, make, uh, no, Mbag. Make bigots afraid again. Yeah. Or at least uncomfortable. At least uncomfortable. So, yeah. Uh, like I said, Mr. Fabulous, wonderful. Uh, thank you. Way to go. Um, well done. Well done. Well done. Um, from what I hear, uh, I'm not sure if he's be willing to do full media with face mm. and, and everything, but, uh, I guess I could reach out and ask. Yeah. Um, reach out. But yeah. Yeah. Reach out. See if he'd like to come on the show, send him, send him a links to a couple of episodes to let him know who we are. You know? Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. We, we want people to feel comfortable. Yep. Yeah. Um, Mr. Grizzly, do we have a show? We do have a show. There was one other thing we wanted to get to, but we do not have time today, unfortunately. So we can, we can deal with it next, next show. We'll, we'll talk about the other thing I sent you. And I think maybe we can, have some time to talk about it too on uh, on Tuesday tomorrow. Okay, tomorrow's show on tomorrow's show. On we'll tomorrow's have time show. to talk about that. Five days tomorrow's show. <laughs> <laughs> time traveling is fun. <laughs> All right, kids and cubs, peeps and poops. We thank you so much for joining us for this episode of the Daily Beaver Morning Show. We hope that you love listening to us because we love making this for you. Yes, we do. Yes, we do. Yes, we do. Remember that sharing is caring and word of mouth is priceless. So let everybody know that we are here. Yes, please. You are the influencers in your circle. Just just to let you know. Uh, because democracy is something that you do. Uh, if... If, if something like this happens to you, and it doesn't have to be gay, gender, race, uh, physical ability, uh, mental ability, um, and all the isms, all, all the, the protective isms. charters, classes in the charter, report, 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 be like Mr. Fabulous, be fabulous, be fierce, report. If you really like this podcast, you can find us on the Cryer Media Network, as well as all Beaver Grizzly-friendly platforms. Stars and reviews are appreciated. And also, um, if you happen to witness someone, provide a witness statement and uh, have someone's back. Mm. Don't just walk away. Stand there and let them know. Uh, that, uh, yeah. If they're saying, hey, that's don't not okay. Don't stand idly by. Yeah. yeah don't, don't stand idly by when you see something like that. Call it out each and every time. I, and, and here's the thing. Here's the thing. It's easy for me, cis hat, white, blue jacket mm-hmm. guy, to say that. 
I understand that. Maybe it's dangerous for you to call it out right there in that place and time. Mm -hmm. Do not put yourself in danger. Absolutely. But you can call it out online, immediately online. You can tweet about it immediately online. You can call 911 on the spot. You can comfort the victim immediately thereafter. There are ways that you can help right on the spot. Again, I, I know it's a lot for me to say, just call it out right there, right in their face. I come from a, a, a place of extreme privilege. I fully understand that. But you can call it out in different ways. Put it on, put them on, uh, what do they, what do they, blast. Put it on blast. Take out your cell phone, make sure you Take get it, it on from Twitter. another angle. Put, you know, yeah, put it everywhere. Blast it out. Shoot video, throw it on your YouTube channel. Send it to the news. Make it heard. Don't let these people get away with this. Mm -mm. Because hate has no place yep. in society. Yep. This place is a dump. Let's clean it up. Mm. Mm. <laughs> well, it's not a dump, actually, but some people are trying to make it a dump. Let's put it that way. Let's not let them. Um, so if you've been feeling a little stressed about it, uh, if, if, that, mm. if that video was at all triggering to you, mm -hmm. Uh, in the least bit, please feel free. You can scan the QR code on your screen right now. Uh, and that'll take you to my AMSR channel. I will be doing a show at 9.30 PM Monday. Uh, that is today. I will be doing a show at 9.30 PM. I go live. It's a live stream. There's a chat available. It's a very calming place for you to have a discussion about your mental health. We leave politics at the door. Religion at the door? Yes. Just, it, I want you to come to me to, to help heal your tortured soul. There you go. We love to hear from you here too. So if you have something to say, we want to know about it. So reach us on our Facebook at True North Eager Beaver, our Twitter feed at True Eager, or by email at TrueNorthEagerBeaver at gmail.com. And if you happen to be watching us on YouTube, well, why not make like Kit Elaine and smash those buttons? The like button? but also the subscribe button. Ah, yes, because that helps us up so much, and we really appreciate it. We can't do this without your kind and generous support, so if you feel that we've done a particularly good show, if you're watching, you can scan the QR code by Mr. Grizzly's head there, and uh, that will bring you to the Eager Beaver Lodge Emergency Hydration Fund, where our friends Café and César and Chocolat Chaud and Guinness, good lad, that guy, uh, Help us. Good Irish lad. Oh, yes. Help us do everything that we do in order to bring this up to you. So um, if you enjoy what we do, sit, scan that squiggly, or let your fingers do the walk-in, or use your voice command, and do like Kit Powerplane. Oh, sorry, how Kit Plane Power did. <laughs> I had hockey on my mind for some reason. Power play instead of power. <laughs> but Kit Plain Power did uh, when he uh, made a donation to us live on air on Friday uh, with a simple message of thank you. Well, you are welcome and thank you uh, for being part of our family. We really enjoy it and we appreciate your presence. Um, you go to ko-fi.com slash eagerbeaver, all in one word, lowercase letters. That's ko-fi.com slash eager beaver, lowercase all in one letter, all in one word in lowercase letters. My mouth went faster than my brain. Uh, and that's where you can that make your donation. <laughs> cool. 
<laughs> Need to catch that one back. Ah. <laughs> Squirrel. <laughs> uh, from the Beaver Lodge, this is your eager beaver saying, until next time, dear kids, it could be a tough world out there. So please, 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 please be kind to and gentle with yourself and have someone's back. Hmm. Mr. Grizzly, some words of wisdom, please. Yeah, as I was saying uh, just a moment or two ago about how, you know, to, to call it out when you can. Uh, and if you feel threatened, I've got your back. Mm. And I got your front. Sometimes they like to come at you from the front. <laughs> Not a lot of them, but sometimes they do. I'll be standing right behind you, mm. ready to raise my voice if needed. And I don't know if you've noticed, I've kind of got an angry sounding voice. And then, then when I do one of these, it's like, try me, you son of a bitch. That usually threatens people and makes them want to walk away. Dang. How is this? And I apologize if I've insulted, insulted anybody's mom. But that's, ooh, that was scary. Well, that's the point, when right? You, Intimidation. Yeah, when you, ooh, when you scrunch that brow and narrow those eyes, yee. Yeah, I can do a little bit of acting. You mean business. Ooh. Mr. Grizzly, some words of wisdom. That was it. That was it. That was it. I got your back. That was that it. Was it. Yeah. Okay. It, it. If you know you want to stand up to, for somebody, I want you to know I'm. I got your back. I'm here for you. All right. So you know, uh, don't put yourself at risk. Mm -hmm. Do what you can Lift in the moment. Another day. Yes, and and I can't tell you. You have to make that judgment call. I can't do it for you unless I'm standing there beside you. In which case, I will be in their face. Mm -hmm. All right, Mr. Grizzly, please roll those credits. I will do that, sir. You are listening to a True North Eager Beaver media podcast. The True North Eager Beaver podcasts are proudly brought to you by our founding sponsors, the Miss V Mysteries from Corvid Moon Publishing, your source for science fiction, fantasy, and cozy mysteries featuring a broad diversity of characters. CanadianTarot.com, your uniquely Canadian online eclectic tarot community and forum, and The Peppermaster, hot pepper sauces made from fresh farm ingredients to thrill your taste buds and expand your mind. Before we go, um, we didn't mention it uh, on a previous show, um, but recently uh, we found out about the passing of Paul Rubens, a.k.a. Pee Wee Herman. Um, he had a lot of fans. Um, mm -hmm. And uh, he's on the record of saying that he wanted people to think of Pee Wee Herman as a live individual person and not just a character. So um, I think mission accomplished there, sir. Um his life was not without controversy, uh, but overall, uh, it seems that uh, everybody loved him, uh, that he was absolutely uh, fantastic to his fans. Uh, he died after a private bout with cancer at the age of 70, uh, but Pee Wee Herman was not his only role. He had several other roles. Oh. Uh, probably his most famous other role was when he was on Murphy Brown for a while. Mm. Uh, um, 
seemed to be a gem of a man. Did you recognize him in the movie Blow? Yes, as well. Right? Yes. He was very good in that. Yeah. Because at first you didn't recognize him. It was like, oh, wait a minute. Holy crap. Yeah. 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 And also uh, Angus Cloud uh, at the age of 25, uh, the star of Euphoria. Uh, mm-hmm. Suspected suicide. Uh, and it we seems that he yet. was not coping very well following the passing of his father. Uh, oh. Was going through a lot. Um, so two, um, two uh, bright lights uh, gone. And even if Paul Rubens was 70, we can still say gone too soon there. Um, mm-hmm. And uh, on a happier note, some congratulations uh, to some Canadians who have done us proud at the World Para Swimming Championships. Uh, Danielle Doris has picked up two gold medals for Canada in the pool, one in the 100-meter backstroke final for her class, and one in the 50-meter butterfly in her class, S7. Uh, In the 50-meter butterfly, uh, it was a gold-silver podium for Canada with Tess Rutliff winning the silver in that race, so great for them. Uh, In the 100-meter breaststroke, another gold-silver podium for Canada with Tess Rutliff this time getting the gold, and Abby Tripp getting the silver and uh finally in the men's 100 meter breaststroke nicholas bennett picked up a silver you you guys and girls are doing us so proud it's absolutely fantastic keep rocking i got two quick tidbits for you uh art history a british couple found a lost john constable painting worth as much as 2.5 million dollars in a guest wing of their castle (laughs) There's an everyday headline in the guest wing of my castle. I happened to have found uh, a real reminder to check the guest wing of your castle. You may have a, uh, an <laughs> uh, and and um, the other thing I wanted to announce a bit of sad news here. Uh, just a second, I'll bring it up here. Mark Margolet was uh, an actor. He played. Or I'll, I'll, I'll show. I'll put his picture on the screen so you'll know what I'm talking about. Um, uh, I can't remember the name of the character he played on, on Breaking Bad, but as soon as you see his face, you'll know who I'm oh. talking about. Died today at the age of 83. Um, yeah, he played the, uh, oh, what was the name of the character on Breaking Bad? But he's been in, he's been in a ton of stuff. He's had a very long career, and he always, he always played the villain so well. So sad news. That just, that just happened a few months ago on, oh, no, I guess that was a few days ago, actually. That happened a few days ago. Portraying Hector Salamanca. Thank you, Salamanca. I wanted to say Salmantico, but I couldn't remember the name of that. Anyway, uh, yeah, this is Friday when we're taping this, so you probably already know about this. But hey, it it would be remiss of us not to. uh, And uh, while we were recording the show, uh, just to mention, because I just took another look before we go, uh, two more medals at the World Paraswimming Championships for Canada. Shelby Newkirk in the uh, women's 50-meter freestyle, and uh, Nicholas Bennett, who we had just talked about having won a silver, uh, won a gold in the men's 200 IM final so there you go just nice kicking ass kicking ass make us proud to be canadian thank you thank you all right see you tomorrow kids all right take care Bye. come on a journey like no other where you will discover many roads that will lead you to a happier healthier and more stress-free life And the beauty is, you don't need any vacation time for this adventure. The journey will come to you. 
Join Avery Rich on your very own journey into yoga. Along the way, she will demystify yoga poses and guide you into a yoga posture or short sequence, all in less than 15 minutes. You have nothing to lose but stress. The Journey Into Yoga podcast. It's not for people who like yoga. It's for people who don't like yoga. Follow or subscribe on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Amazon Music, or at AveryRich.com.